This is Arvette McLean and Diana Wright of Speak, The Universe Listens. We love inspiring and providing the tools needed to be your best selves, to live your best lives, and to easily create abundance in your relationships, finances, and health. Today's topic is do less, achieve more. Now, I actually pulled that Probably, the, it might even be the exact words, but I pulled that ideal from Deepak Chopra's book, The Seven Spiritual Laws of Success, mm-hmm. and that was um, his law, the law of least effort. And I remember when I first read that book the first time, and that chapter in particular, The Law of Least Effort, I didn't get it at all. <laughs> like, do less and achieve, achieve more. more. Like, I'm like, you need to come do this job. Because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, our company's motto was we are used to hard work and we're used to success. Mm-hmm. And that's what we built it on. We built it on hard work. And let me just tell you, I worked. So I, I understand. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sitting here and I, you know, and I've read that. It's been a while, but I've read it and... And even just listening to the title of it, it's like, that's just not, it just doesn't make any sense because I'm a belief you, you have to work hard in order to achieve and you just work hard. That's just, you know, <laughs> do less. I, I, I can't do less. So it, it's, um, I don't get that. Mm-hmm. And so and as we know that's the construct that we have in our mind like Mm -hmm. we must work hard we must be in the grind um you know if you want your payoff you got to work for it Mm -hmm. so that is the construct that we have in our mind even though we do know people who work really 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 hard and have very little um joy (laughs) in their lives Mm -hmm. and very little where they can say you know, this is what my hard work did, mm-hmm. you know. Um, well, of course, there are a lot of people who work really, really hard and they have a lot to show for it. And then, But the point is, hard work does not necessarily mean that you have created everything that you wanted in your life. Mm-hmm. And it also, you know, and what we kind of talked about um, in earlier podcasts where it's a belief system as well because, you know, this is instilled in what was for me and that's all you heard you have to work hard Mm -hmm. you know you want to go to college you want to do this you've got to work hard you know you want to be successful you want to make a lot of money and be able to pay your bills but you have to work hard so and if you're not working hard you're not really you're not doing anything and if you're able to achieve so much without working hard then somebody gave it to you you know Mm -hmm. you hear those kind kinds of things Mm -hmm. Yeah, so, however, what we've been talking about on this podcast for almost a year now Mm -hmm. is that there's another way (laughs) (laughs) to do this, that there's an easier way. And, you know, I get feedback where people are like, they're pretty much saying the same thing I said about Deepak. Yeah, that's cute. (laughs) Right. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds good. (laughs) Doesn't seem to be working for me. Like, I, I need to work hard. And, um, and not, you know, I understand because I, I was right there. And um, I'm not even going to say I don't slip there from time to time. It's like um, when I'm stressed for whatever the reason could be, I slip into hard work. Things become harder 
when I'm stressed. And as I've mentioned plenty of times before, if things aren't going exactly how I want it, I'll start out, meditate less. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. <laughs> it's like all the things that I know that I should be doing more of, I will do less of. Mm-hmm. And then things become a struggle because I'm now not practicing the very things that would make this challenging time less challenging. Then that's interesting that you, um, and as you were talking that you just said that because I know, um, maybe about a, a couple of months, maybe three months, you know, I had gotten myself, I've taken myself to a place where I was really paying attention to myself, my feelings, and I had made the decision that I was going to take better care of myself and meditate more and, you know, um, take care of my health and all of that and my whole way of thinking. And it really changed me. I felt good about myself and everything was flowing. And then when, like what you mentioned, I have gotten back into uh, my normal routine of pretty much making everything hard. And I have not meditated, you know, I fell off from working out and I'm kind of like back where I was before. Mm -hmm. And when you were saying that, I'm like, that's exactly (laughs) the same exact thing Mm -hmm. that has happened because I've lost focus. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so even though it's a daily practice and it takes work, it's a different kind of work. Um, it's a, a work of disciplining yourself, of mm-hmm. focusing your mind on the things that you want. That's what you have to do versus going out, moving your body in ways that wear you out, make you tired, thinking about stuff that's stressing you out right. and bumping your head against the wall. It's a different, you do have to put forth effort. Mm-hmm. It's a different effort. Um, and a lot of times it's almost easier to go out and get something than it is to sit down and let it come to you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but oh, because yeah. that's how we've been programmed. That's what we know. That's what's comfortable for us. Like, I, I know I can go down the street and go get this. Mm-hmm. So why am I going to use my mind to make it come to me? It's <laughs> <laughs> true. Because it's a different What you doing? I'm willing something to me. You know? <laughs> yeah, that'll take a lot for me. <laughs> So right for us with um, conditioning yourself and practice because when I was definitely, I'm not saying I'm in a bad place, but when I was in a better place, I would say it was the minute that I woke up in the morning, I didn't think about anything else. I said, I'm going to work out. I'm going to do this. So when I, my foot touched the, the ground, I'm getting up doing what I have to do and my mind is focused. I'm hitting the track. I'm doing this. And nothing else, I allowed nothing else to get in in the way, no matter what else was going on around me. And I was able to do that, and I fell off track. Mm -hmm. You know, because now, which I always call, you know, the noise is in the way. Everything else, like life, Mm -hmm. and it's like I'm I'm in the middle, and life is circling around. I'm paying more attention to that than I am myself. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And this might be a little off task, but I thought this was so powerful one day when I walked with you. And we were talking about manifesting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so let me let me tell y'all this story. So <laughs> so what happened was, uh, I can't remember exactly what Diana was asking me about, but she was basically, um, I think we were trying to, I guess, um, clean up how you're doing your meditation, mm-hmm. correct? That's right. right. Yep. 
And so I was like, okay, well, tell me how you're doing it. And so when she started telling me, she was like giving me all these details. And so I'm just like visualizing her trip to Portugal. <laughs> so I'm seeing what she's saying, right? And so <laughs> the very next day, I opened my email and I have an email from someone saying, hey, I read you want to go to Portugal? <laughs> I remember you telling me that. <laughs> because I was visualizing what she was saying mm -hmm. and so I called her and told I called down and told her that that had happened and so then you called me the next day or something and then do you remember what you told me I want to say that um what was it because it was something about Portugal that had either came up on my phone or something Portugal was the next day, and I can't remember exactly what it was. And I remember, yeah, telling you, I was like, "Is it?" <laughs> <laughs> um, and but God, I wish I could remember yeah. what it was. So basically, she was like, once I told her my story, she's like, "Okay, well now I'm gonna go back and I'm gonna do some more visualizing." Mm -hmm. And so the next day, she called me and she was like, "Everything, like the lang, everything was in the Portuguese language. That's like, right. That's it was what like it was. all this Portuguese stuff just started popping up around her." And so I'm like, okay, <laughs> well, keep doing what you're doing. You get your trip soon. So did you keep doing it or no? Because no? <laughs> I remember telling you that I would visualize it. I would see myself there. But then I would almost counter it as well, thinking, I don't have time to. How am I going to do that? I can't afford that. I'm going to get there one day. So I was... I was visualizing it, and I and that that goes to I'll take one step forward, mm -hmm. and then I'll bring myself back subconsciously because I'm thinking on the other end, mm -hmm. like no, you know, mm -hmm. I'm not ready to do that. I want that, but no, mm -hmm. you know. So you see the you know the swing going back mm -hmm. and forth. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. But the con whole concept of um, really seeing yourself where you want to be, seeing your future. Um, it's again I say this a lot of times but the the mind doesn't know the difference between what's real and what's imagined and the more you practice being in the space that you want to be it's like you're pulling your body into the future because the chemicals in your body will respond as if this has happened mm -hmm. um, and you know like they say most of us well all of us <laughs> We think the same thoughts today that we thought yesterday. So it's pretty, they say like 80 to 90% or even more of the thoughts that we're having today are the exact same thoughts that we had yesterday. Hmm. And so if thoughts create our reality and we keep thinking the same, same thing, thing, we're yeah. going to have the same reality. So we definitely want to put ourselves into the body of who we want to be. And um, like, for example, I was saying that I want $247 million. The Arvet I am today is not the Arvet that can have $247 million. So I have to think, okay, what would that person look like? What does the person who could attract $247 million, what does she look like? What does she think about? What does she feel? What does she do? And I project myself into that person. And then I'm basically creating everything around me is going to um, 
start to look like who that person is. I'm going to start morphing into that person. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to start drawing the things to me that that person would have. So um, you had mentioned before about the whole concept of changing your identity. Mm -hmm. And that's literally what you're doing. You're changing your identity. You're becoming today the person that you want to be in the future. And um, what happens is you start magnetizing situations around you to cooperate and collaborate mm -hmm. in ways that will make whatever it is you want appear, so to speak. So I really started getting the whole concept of doing less and achieving more is because, oh, I know I got a good example. I think I mentioned this before, but someone was saying, um, like, for example, if you, let's say when you meditate, mm -hmm. the more you meditate, the bigger your energy field becomes. And I use meditation, but it could be things like the more you radiate love, the more you radiate gratitude, the more you're in these high frequency feelings, the bigger your energy field grows around you. And, um... Science is now saying that as your energy field grows, your body becomes less dense. It's not as heavy. When we are stressed, our energy field collapses and we become very dense. Mm -hmm. And then we are literally trying to pour matter through matter. And that's hard. If you, if you just think about it, if you try to put your fist through something that's solid, that's mm -hmm. a hard thing to do. But when you, as your energy field expands, you are now calling forth energy. Your energy is touching on other energy. It's communicating with other energy. And it's saying, come on over here. This, <laughs> I want you. This, you who I'm looking for. And it, it calls those things to you. And that's how the concept of do less and achieve more is born. Hmm. And with you know, that sounds beautiful because I'm looking at it all and through my mind and seeing the energy and flowing. I'm over here swaying back and <laughs> forth, <laughs> you know, and it still goes back to the, you have to really work at it to really change, actually change everything about yourself because it feels good, but that's a constant or something for me that I would have to do every single day. Now I'm and. And within every minute of the day, I'm having to change my thoughts, check myself, you know, um, watch the decisions and the choices that I make. So you're paying attention to everything. And with doing that, it's, it's a good thing because you can see everything. Mm -hmm. um, because I think a lot um, of people, and definitely will include myself, that we walk around blind mm -hmm. to a lot of things. But when your eyes are actually open, it's not just your eyes. You're not seeing with your physical eyes. You're seeing with your heart and you're feeling with your spirit. Mm -hmm. And you are able to be exposed and to see and feel so much more. Mm -hmm. And that is what I get from when I meditate because everything opens up for me. And I can see things that I couldn't see because I've got all of this other stuff that I'm paying attention mm -hmm. to. So you've mentioned many times of how hard you've worked. I mean, 24-7, when you worked, you worked. So how did you 
get to the point of being able to change your thoughts and everything to do less and achieve more. Yeah, well, actually, um, I always will say that Deepak Chopra book changed my life. Mm-hmm. I've read that book so many times, like so many times, and not just reading it, but actually going through it, discussing it with different people, getting different ideals, seeing it different ways. Every time I read the book, it's new, mm. you know, which I think is just so amazing. But then again, I'm new. Every time I read the book, I'm a different person. Mm-hmm. And so I'm, I'm getting more out of it. But the main thing was to change my thinking. And specifically, um, I changed my prayer. Because I was praying. I was just saying, every day I was just like, God, just take some of this off of me. This is too much. I can't handle this. It's too much. I'm tired. I'm exhausted. Take some of this off of me. Please just take some of this off of me. And I kept saying that prayer and um, I can't remember if it was a person that introduced me to, I think it was actually Wayne Dyer. I think I went to a a, um, Hay House conference, an I Can Do It conference and Wayne Dyer, um, his daughter was a singer. Oh, I'm sure she still is. But at the time, I think she was maybe a new singer. He Mm -hmm. was like introducing us to her. And one of her songs was the prayer of um, St. Francis, uh, you know, I don't want to say, I don't want to misquote it, but at any rate, the prayer was a prayer of make me a channel of your love, make me a channel of your peace. So what it was doing was instead of saying, take all this off of me, (laughs) it was saying, make me a channel of you, pour into me. And so I was like, you know, I love that. And so I started saying that prayer, like make me a channel of your love. Like I, I never wanted less. I, I never, I never wanted to do less work. I never mm-hmm. wanted to touch less people. I was just tired mm-hmm. as a physical being. And I felt limited. I felt like I had used up my supply of what I had. But when I realized I'm connected to this abundant flow, this abundant source, help me to feel that connection. Just fill me up. Let me pour out. And so in the changing of that prayer, I became a new person. Mm, I became a different person. And, and that, that person attracted different experiences. And that person ended up sitting on cliffs in Barbados <laughs> <laughs> every day. Um, just radiating love out to the world. And so the work that I was doing prior to that that's what I was doing. I was radiating love, right. but to a small group of people. And I know that the work that I was doing changed lives. Mm-hmm. However, once I was able to radiate, expand, yeah, yeah, it's mm-hmm. like my expansive love to the world. Then I felt like I was reaching more people. Like I'm doing. A bigger thing which is what I always wanted to do I always wanted to give more I just didn't feel like I had more to give but as a channel of God's love I can pour that is so beautiful Um, the channel of God's love I mean and that is vast that is never-ending to touch the whole entire world Mm -hmm. that is a beautiful thing oh thank you for sharing that (laughs) 
So I would really love it if listeners can really kind of embody the concept that you can do less and achieve more. Like we can give up the mental construct that we have to work and be in the grind. Like there's a different way we can do it, a way that's easier, a way that's better for our bodies, that's better for our health, that's better for the people around us, is better for the people that love us and the people mm-hmm. that we love. Um, and it can just bring joy into our lives. Yes. And that is, all of it is just this beautiful. Like I'm sitting here with goosebumps and then hearing the angels sing in my ears. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I encourage everyone to just definitely think about that. Until next time. This is our vet. This is Diana. Bye. Bye. And by the way, I have a free gift for you. Check out my website at www.arvetmclean.com. That's A-R-V as in Victor, A-T-M-C-C-L-A-I-N-E.com for your free gift and to find more goodies to help you create the life that you would absolutely love.